You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. day 29. So, oh my gosh, we are already almost halfway through the 60-day challenge. This has been kind of like a hyper speed. I don't know if you feel that way, but this year, I mean, we're already at the end of May. We're hitting summertime. It's just been hyper speed. So, 2020 was like the absent year. Like, I don't know if you guys are like this, you'll be talking about something you're like oh yeah it was like last year and you're like oh wait there was a whole year in there two years ago something you know happened because like 2020 is like that absent year like it's just kind of like we just kind of felt like we skipped over a year and then the rest like 2021 is just like it's just like going like hyperspeed so it's just really such a weird psychological phenomenon that's happening so here we are the end of may day 29 we are on the series of we were we've been talking about the kingdom of god right the kingdom of god is within us we are building a cathedral that starts from the inside out we went through the series that this cathedral does not happen on accident and we are now looking am i on the right one yeah the cathedrals cathedrals don't happen on accident I was like have this brain fart I'm like wait a minute are we on that one we are currently on know thyself okay back on track so we were we've gone through the the lessons of that this doesn't happen on accident so we had all the practical things that we can do in our daily life it, uh, but that's not where we want to start, right? We don't want to put all of our focus and energy on the outside circumstances, the outside environment, the outside structure, because your outside environment really is just an outgrowth of what we have already worked on within ourselves. And so you can actually use your environment as a, a gauge as to what's really going on within yourself. And in, as we continue to grow, and evolve and build this cathedral one of the greatest things that we can do is begin to know ourselves understand who we are how we work how we operate i don't think we'll ever truly know and understand ourselves just like exploring the divine sea of god he is the infinite source of life right no matter how much we explore and learn and grow in our understanding of this divine mind of God that is so far beyond our comprehension, we will never get to the end of his infinite 
source, right? He, he, we will just continually explore the sea of him. We'll never just pop out on the other side and be like, oh, well, that's all there is to know about this divine mind of God, right? The same is for ourselves. I think our whole life we will always, because we, we are a growing and evolving being. We're not a stagnant thing. We are continually growing and evolving. So it's the same as for ourselves. We will continue to know and understand and learn more about ourselves. But I believe the more we get to know ourselves, the more we pay attention to what's going on within ourselves and how we can we operate in this world, the more awareness we have, right? The more aware you are, the more you act according to that awareness. And so you wanna to continue to grow in your awareness because then you'll start growing and operating at a higher level, right? We're, we're probably never gonna reach our potential, but we will continue to grow and evolve and get closer to that potential. We'll always have our gap story, but we want to really begin to grow within ourselves, with our understanding. And so a lot of, I believe a lot of times as Christians, we're taught to ignore ourselves, right? To deny ourselves, but denying ourselves is not hating ourselves or ignoring ourselves or beating ourselves down to a pulp. It's actually honoring this, this shell that we're in, right? This temple that we have been placed in. And really it's not the temple that we're looking at. It's that inner woman within ourselves, that eternal being that's just living here in this body. And so we really want to explore that self. The self that we want to deny is the limiting belief self, that false self, that self that we have told our told us, right, that we're not good enough, we don't belong here, we have nothing to offer, right? All those lies that keep us separate from God, that keep us separate from the life we were meant to live, that keeps us separate from an abundant life, that's the self that we want to deny. We really want to explore and find our true self, the self that is connected with God, the self that, that we were meant to be and live full out. And specifically today, our lesson is you must be childlike. To enter the kingdom of God, you must be like a child. And when we came to this earth, we came with a, a really pure self. We did not doubt that we didn't that we belonged. We just knew we belonged here. We showed up with the purest form of love. We we didn't hide ourselves. Like if you hold a baby, that baby will just stare right into your eyes. It does not hide itself. How hard are, is it for us as adults to just stare into somebody's eyes? We have the hardest time really making deep eye contact with another human because we have so many fears within ourselves that we're not good enough and we know that when we look into someone's eyes that is the window to ourselves right so much can be revealed through our eyes and this connection but when you're a child you don't have that fear you can look adoringly into someone's eyes and explore that person because you don't fear yourself you don't fear who you are and you don't fear that person but over time we begin to hear voices that are outside of ourselves right whether that's parents society church pastors teachers 
all these outside sources begin telling us a different story about ourselves. And with our consciousness, we begin to take those stories and we say, hmm, this is what I feel about myself. I, I feel like I belong, but there, I'm hearing that I don't belong. I feel good enough, but I'm hearing people say I'm not good enough. And so we begin to adopt these outside stories about ourselves and we internalize them and they become our new story that we tell ourselves. So as we grow into adults, we begin to protect ourselves because we say, hmm, I'm not good enough. So we learn to put up masks, shields. We've been wounded by wounded people in our life. And we, and because our little soul has been wounded as a child, we, we pull back, right? We put up walls to protect that self inside because we don't want to be wounded again. We don't want to be hurt again. But something I want you to do is to go back to that child that you were and really begin to explore who you were and remember your true self when you were a child. And some things I want you to think about, this can be a self work. If you'll take some time to do some journaling and exploring this, this little self that you were as a child, um, remember to, when you start this, um, allowing this to come up, you know, step away from life, get in a quiet place where you don't have distractions, and then start off with your prayer that says, I trust myself. God, I trust you. Thank you for trusting me. And then allow whatever comes up for you. And some things to think about. I want you to think back when you were a child, just kind of going down memory lane, you know, don't rush this allow yourself and this can be a if you've had a traumatic childhood be gentle with yourself only go back as far as you feel comfortable going do not force anything that you're not ready for this is right we have a lifetime to find that that self again you have a lifetime to discover the true you that you came to this earth being there's no race back to it so if there's a if it's painful for you to go back take it slow. Take it very, very slow. And if you find that there's a lot of trauma there, um, and I, and I want to reiterate as well, our trauma as child and child, um, our childhood trauma, um, does not have to look like somebody else's childhood trauma. We all have experienced different things in our life. We are all made differently. Um, we have different tolerances. So, just because you may not have gone through sexual abuse, physical abuse, something horrifying, does not mean you may not have some childhood trauma. And so I just want you to be very cognizant of the fact that there's no comparing traumas, right? So just because you may not have gone through the worst case scenario, um, it doesn't mean that you don't have trauma that you have to heal from. And so allow yourself to, um, have that come up and heal from it and I highly recommend getting into therapy if you have not already um, because this is a really tender place we were young tender children and the things that happened in our life we don't always understand we don't always know why it happened and so as adults a lot of times we'll just stuff that down and tuck that away in a back closet but as we know 
those things leak out in our day to day, right? Our childhood experiences come out in our relationships with our husband. It comes out in our relationships with our children. Um, it still affects your relationship with your parents, right? They were the, a lot of the reason why you have these things. And so really begin to find a way to heal. And that can be done with therapy. Therapy is a great place to open up in a safe place and begin to heal in that area of your life. But some of the things that you can do um, is just ask, you know, like, what did, how did you view yourself as a child? What, how did you view the world? How did you view yourself? Just what did that life look like? What did the world look like for you as a child? I've always been a dreamer. I'm a, still to this day, I'm a dreamer. And when I go back into my childhood, I can remember getting lost for hours and days practically in my own little fantasy world. And I can see that like as a child and I can see how I'm still like that. The more I become um, grounded in who I am, the more I can find myself in a dream world. Um, what did you love to do? Something else I found is the more I become myself and I love the self that I am, the more I find I used to do this sort of stuff as a kid. The more you explore and you're curious and you begin to like envision your abundant life, you're like, wait a minute. I remember doing this as a kid. One of the things I used to do as a kid is I used to play school. I was a teacher. I had a little chalkboard in my room and for hours I would sit and talk to myself teaching just random things. I would tell stories for hours to myself in the mirror. And it's so funny that here I am now, what, 30 years later, 35 years later, talking basically to myself, teaching the things that I've learned. So you will find as the more you begin to pay attention, you'll say, wait a minute, I used to do this as a kid. I used to have a teacher tell me how good I was at acting. And here I am again, looking into doing acting in my hobbies, right? So you'll find that you'll kind of go back to those things that you've always loved, but because of life, because of wounds, because of insecurities, you've buried those things that you love deep underneath all of those things, but we're peeling those things back. We're healing, we're tossing away the lies that we've been telling ourselves. We're gonna toss away what society says we should be, and we're gonna start really finding who we are. Um, what ways did you create as a kid? We all are creators. Do not ever believe the lie that you are not creative. That's, that's actually the essence of the human, human construct. We are creators. Our very, what separates us from the rest of the animals of, of the planet is that we have an imagination. We can create nothing or something out of nothing. That doesn't mean you're a painter or an artist or a writer, right? We, we, we automatically go to the creative arts when we, um, when we think of art, um, creative, but you can also be a business owner. You can actually create um, community. You might be a beautiful creator in the fact that you bring people together. Maybe you love hosting parties and you're so creative at it. That is creative. You, whatever, when you take, nothing nothing and make something out of it 
that's creative. It can be literally anything. It does not have to be artistic creativity. Um, and what are some of your favorite memories? Think of the good memories. Think of the times. And this is not a time, like this is just between you and yourself as you're doing this. So you don't have to play um, that false humility as far as like downplaying yourself. Be honest, like find the good parts of yourself as a child. What were you good at? What did you naturally excel at? And sometimes if, like for me, I was always just a very quiet child and growing up in an extroverted world, it took a lot for me to see that actually my quiet daydreaming spirit is actually a gift. It's actually something really beautiful. So you might actually have to take some time to reformulate what looks um, good for you. What was something you were good at, right? Because if we live in a society that tells us, mm, we don't highlight people that just are quiet, right? Or we don't highlight people that we tell, you know, maybe you were very boisterous and more outgoing. Our society damps down extroverted too, right? We all are either damped down or pushed back because we want, they want, our society has formed a mold that, that we want it that, to be fit in, right? And so maybe you were a little more extroverted and you've been tamped down at a fear that you were too much. So whatever that is, just begin to allow it to come up. Find what needs to be healed. Find what needs to be explored again. And then after you've done this for a while, and this is going to be something that's ongoing. This isn't just kind of a one and done journaling activity. You'll find yourself revisiting your childhood. And something I want you to think of moving forward is how you speak to yourself. We have a lot of negative talk that we say to ourselves. And I want you to begin to pay attention to that negative talk and begin to think of yourself as the little eight-year-old version of yourself. And that's how I want you to speak to yourself and to think of yourself. Not one of us would ever walk up to a little eight-year-old little girl and tell her she's not good enough. She doesn't have anything to offer this world. She's a waste of space. We would never say that to a little girl that we see. The same goes to the little girl that you once were. You're still that same person, just a few years older. So I want you to begin to speak to yourself as that eight-year-old little girl. Maybe take some time in the mirror and have a little conversation with that little girl. It might feel weird, it might feel a little crazy, but just remember that little girl is still inside of you, still has all those beautiful gifts, and it's time to allow her to heal and come out of the hiding and really allow yourself to be who you were created to be and be who you naturally knew who you were as a child. You're still that same person. You still have the same worth, the same goodness, the same curiosity. And even though people along the way may have told you a different story, I want you to find that little girl again and know the truth of who you are. And after you do this, remember to always do 
the self-healing self-work, right? The restorative self-work. So if you have a really emotional experience through this, a lot of healing or trauma comes up for you, take a break, take a step back. It's okay to close that door, feel all the things that you feel, but then do something that's restorative. So go on a walk, go do some exercise, some yoga, meditation, take a nap, a hot bath, something that's going to restore your soul into the place of peace again. Um, so you want to make sure you follow up with something that's restorative for you. I wanted to say thanks again for listening to this week's episode. Remember, you have a special gift that this world needs. Keep on growing. Keep becoming the better version of yourself. No matter what, stay present in this moment as you pursue an abundance.